Yer, it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo, and this is episode 66, Glimmer of Hope. This episode, we continue to talk of Black Lives Matter, we continue to talk of uh, police brutality, uh, we also talk about mainly pandering, NASCAR pandering like a motherfucker, um, the recession, does the NFL owe cap an apology, or I came up with a concept, does the NFL owe cap a nigga day, everybody wears number seven, everybody wears his jersey on the back, and they play football, I think that's the most fires way to apologize to that man, uh, coincidentally, we bumped into Pro. that sounds like a rap line, rap line, coincidentally bumped into Co- Cotel, damn, Quintel Pro, fuck it. Y'all get what I'm saying. Uh, CPI security getting dropped by everybody and they mama. Uh, salute to the Panthers. Uh, what's bro, the new owner name? The yeah, the new owner. Damn, shout out to the new owner. Uh, it's one thing we've been on his ass about tearing up this fucking roster, but one thing he ain't been standing for is racism. I will give him his shout outs on that. David Tepper. David Tepper. That motherfucker tore my team up. But damn it, he don't play about that bullshit. Uh, I ain't gonna talk y'all heads off. Uh, we talked about the Epstein doc. Too gruesome to get through. Uh, the timeline of Mark Wahlberg. Interesting, interesting topic. Um, other than that, you already know. Gotta cut you off to grow closer. Kendrick in the background playing right now as we speak. Yeah, pull up a glass of wine, call your girl, and go click on the video of 6ix9ine and Akon. I'm out on you bitch-ass niggas. You already know, next episode gonna be more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Ah, 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 ah. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. You bitch, you. Check, 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 check. I'm in this bitch. I'm in this bitch. Episode 66, 66. Six, six, six. I really ain't came up with a title for this episode. This episode. This one right here is gonna be for the books, cause I'ma wing the fuck out of this one. Uh Episode 66, last episode, episode 65, the Pyrus and Crips. All got along, probably gonna be down by that. In the song. Legendary episode, I must say. Young Scotty Pippen, you carried the torch so well. So well. Trying to be like Mike. (laughs) Oh, shit. You was like Mike in the episode. Um, (laughs) Off rip. Ain't shit changed since the last episode I put out. Um, Y'all know what's going on in the world. I really, really, really honestly want to talk about something else, but it's really nothing else to talk about because even at this point, fucking NASCAR. 
mm. has started pandering to black folks. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually would like to read the statement. Have you seen like what they've been talking about in NASCAR about Black Lives Matters and doing moments of silence and shit? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> they even talking about banning and Confederate flags at events. Yeah, that was major to hear. Uh, let's do it. Make it happen. They didn't take. They've taken the. Confederate flag down uh, in multiple places. Remember that uh, situation that happened with that young woman from in South Carolina, where uh, she did something to demand the flag get taken down from some building, uh, and it got taken down. hasn't been hasn't been put back up yet. I don't think. Um, so yeah, man. What they say uh, when we stepped on the moon: one giant leap for man, one giant uh, one huge step for man, one giant leap for mankind. This this one step. For uh, civil rights, for uh, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> One step. call to say hey call your motherfucking uh pr and drum up a, a 15 second video that we're gonna all clip together for instagram uh how do you feel about nascar pandering how do you feel about the whole world pandering to black people right now in this moment i feel a couple of things one i feel like <coughs> okay thank you for doing it two i feel like it's uh, about time uh three i feel like it should have come a long time ago so i'm not uh, you know, you know, I'm thankful, I'm appreciative, but it's not like I'm super thankful or appreciative for something that we deserve and should have had a long time ago. Right. Uh, so I think with all these people doing it, it's a trend. Exactly. It's a fad. Um, they know that it's politically correct. They know that right now black people are fed up, white people are fed up, Americans are fed up of the injustice that's happening. Uh, they're tired of seeing this shit. Um, and they know that stuff continue like you know bad things uh injustice continues to happen uh, do you think they feel that way or do you think we feel that way no yeah i, I said americans so americans do americans feel like they're they're tired of seeing it uh, obviously there's some who could care less whether what happens to black people or not right. but uh i think uh as we've seen with some of the protesters and people like sticking together with black people protesting white people some of them uh i feel like are cointel pro you know just you know counterintelligence program people who are not really fighting for the cause you know they just there to get intelligence and there to to fuck up stuff you know what i'm saying to be a disturbance uh but i still think that for the most part americans really see what's going on they know what's going on they've been knowing what's going on now it's a call to action and i feel like it's the least bit that these companies know that they have to do is to say something now to acknowledge it because now at a point where everyone is acknowledging the injustice that's being done from NASCAR, NFL, uh, everybody, big companies, from if everybody, you, you kind of have to do it now. Yeah. But again, I don't. There's some. This is like I said before. This is a small step for uh, Black Lives Matter. This is a small step for civil rights and equality. 
we still have a long way to go. Just saying some shit, just like Drew Brees' apology, just apologizing for things that have happened for hundreds of years, for these companies not putting black people in positions of power, apologizing and saying that you stand with the movement, really is, that's all it is, is you apologizing and saying that you stand with the movement. There needs to be plenty of action behind that that I'm waiting to see from all of these companies, mm. uh, from all of these organizations. Uh, honestly, they haven't even uh, they haven't even chipped the ice or whatever kind of phrase. Tip the iceberg. Yeah, tip the iceberg. This ain't even the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, this, this ain't even the beginning uh, to think of what we're do as black people and, and as Americans. Honestly, but definitely specifically black Americans in America. Honestly, and some of these apologies and shit, I think is total bullshit. Again, doing it just because they know they have to. Because if they don't, they will get blackballed, and then their company might go down and receive all this backlash and get sued and all this kind of shit. So they don't want that. Uh, so I'm waiting to see who's going to take action, true action, within all of these companies and organizations. Besides just saying something that should have been said a long ass time ago. Now, have you seen what happened to CPI Security? No, I haven't. Oh my God! Did you see what happened to uh, what's uh the only black uh NASCAR driver? Uh, uh you talking about Bubba Wallace? Bubba. Okay, so his name is Bubba. I wasn't tripping. He's like Bubba Wallace. NASCAR. I, think, I don't know if he's black or if he's Latino. I, no, he's black. He's mixed. He's okay. got well. He might. I don't know if he's mixed. He calls himself black. Yeah, he's uh, yeah he's mixed. So I think he's black and white, or he's either Latino, one of the two. But what happened? But he got black and but nah. He since you mentioned uh, NASCAR, he was um, you know he he had spoke out about some things. He wore a shirt. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And then he passed out uh, like twice um, after one of the races. And uh, congratulations to him though. He um, I believe he uh, placed in like a final or something. Like he made it to one of the big races in NASCAR. So congrats to him in that. But yeah, I just <clears throat> wanted to know if you had seen what had, what had happened. But what happened with CPI? Now, I'm glad you gave that story because I was doing my research mm-hmm. while he was talking. Um, Teamwork makes the dream work. Big 10-fo. Big 10-fo. Now, CPI Security is one of the bigger security companies in the South. Uh, they do like home security, like, uh, you know, Please exit the property and shit. They're sponsored by the Panthers. They're sponsored by a lot of sports and colleges, uh, college, colleges and shit, etc., yeah. etc. <clears throat> so colleges, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So somebody in Black Lives Matters emailed the CEO or the the top dog at CPI Security. I don't know if it's the owner or the CEO, but he emails them back, and in his email he says, George, please spend your time in a more productive way. I challenge your statistics. A better use of time would be to focus on the black on black crime and senseless killing of our youth men and other young men. Have a great day. Ken Gill. Ken Gill is the CEO of CPI? Yeah, CPI oh, Security. That shit, if that's true and if that's real, that shit's about to come crumbling to the ground. They're going to have a new CEO. Uh, their whole organization is probably about to be black and I can't wait for it to happen. Because it needs to happen. That's the kind of action that I'm talking about. Here you go. Where do you really believe that'll happen? 
Do I believe that that story is true? No, 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 no. The story is true. It's confirmed. Oh. Everything's happened. But I'm asking, do you believe this company will go to the ground unless they make it all black? I hope so. It is, I'm not saying unless they make it all black, but some action needs to happen, especially based on that for the insensitivity that he's saying. And not, I mean, for the insensitivity in that email, in that response uh, for what's going on right now. Uh, and what did the person from Black Lives Matter ask them? Uh, I guess they was asking them what are they doing to help or you know what I'm saying like so I want to hear all the details with it but just based on that if if he came across like I really do got to hear the details but if, if he came across insensitive and honestly rude and disrespectful to the whole movement and the cause of Black Lives Matter um, in that way um, with that response then I would say yeah there definitely needs to be some action that takes place if he is a white male which I assume he might be uh, running a company like that. So yeah, some action definitely needs to take place if that is indeed what happened. Okay, now here's what happened. Okay. The issue first came about after George Millar's leader of the Queen City Unity Organization. Charlotte? Yeah, this happened in Charlotte. Mm. Queen City Uni- Unity Organization said he sent out a mass email calling for action in response to killings of black people such as George Floyd by Minneapolis police on Friday. Millier said that uh, reaction to his email was positive, except from Gil. Please spend your time in a more productive way, Gil told Melores in the email, which Melores posted on Facebook. A better use of time would be to focus on the black-on-black crime and senseless killing of our young men and by other young men. Have a great day, Ken Gill, CEO, ended his email. Now, I wanted to let you know, you said that uh, this company was going to crumble to the ground. Well, so far, uh, it should. I said it should. Hornets, I mean, uh, Panthers have severed ties with CPI Security as a sponsor. Right. Hornets have severed ties with CPI Security as a sponsor. Charlotte Knights have severed ties Good. with CPI Security as a uh, sponsor. Michael Jordan released the press saying, Our chairman has been very clear about his thoughts surrounding the issues of racial inequality, social justice, and diversity. Mm -hmm. The Hornets said in a statement, we believe it is appropriate at this time to end our partnership with CPI. Mm -hmm. NC State and the University of South Carolina athletic programs and several other minor league baseball teams, including the Durham Bulls and Columbia Fireflies, also said Sunday they were severing ties with CPI security and never renewing contracts. Sounds good to me. I love to hear it. I hope what I uh, what I envision to happen really does come true. I hope they do have an all black uh, staff, including a new CEO that is black or at least minority. I would prefer it to be a black individual, seeing as how we've endured the most. I would say in this country. And uh, speaking of enduring the most, let's not forget about the fact that a lot of children, a lot of Hispanic Americans, uh, were still torn away, and if not. If I'm not mistaken, still torn away from their parents and their families to this day from the whole. Oh, uh, I heard ISIS about the 1500 of them were missing. Yeah. So you know the the good. What I like to just point out about not just Black Lives Matter, but a lot of Black people. Something that uh, I would say Malcolm X had characteristic with his whole uh, power to the people. Power to the people wasn't power to Black people. It was power to all people. Power to people against injustice, wrongdoing, and bourgeoisie, uh, which is you know the elite to the to the compared to the people the masses and uh that's really kind of how black people are you know we we really we're really forgiving and, and all that and who knows we, that's a whole different subject but um 
black people do still care, I feel like. At least I'm going to speak on my behalf about other people of my minority, specific, especially, of course, black people, but other people of minority that are, you know, going through injustice. I saw something on uh, Instagram today where it was this Hispanic dude that was recording uh, the security officers uh, like manhandling and arresting and, and about to choke this kid. I'm talking about like 10 years old or younger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The little kid, I think they was at school with security guards. Um, and it was a Hispanic dude that was catching all of it. Like, yo, you about to choke him, take your hands off of him. Yo, this is a kid, this is a kid. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, shout out anybody and everybody that, that's uh, receiving injustice by the hands of uh, the long arm of the law. Yeah, definitely. Uh, NBA is inspired by the Latin culture. Who? NBA, NBA. NBA. This whole thing is inspired by Latin culture. I never frayed away from that. Yeah, um, definitely. Shout out. I figured some shit out through it. I, I nigger rigged it and worded it how I wanted to do it. But, you know, this whole swag is inspired by Latin culture. So I definitely tip my hat to the Latin community and show my love. Big fact. Same here. Me coming from Cali, you already know. Exactly. Uh, now I wanted to ask you Being that I brought up Charlotte Hornets Did you hear MJ's statement On Black Lives Matter and all this shit Yeah I did I heard the uh, statement that was publicized Yeah they released um, Why is it taking Something like this For Jordan to finally speak up 50 why? years later Why is it taking something like this For all these people to have speaking up um, I did see something that said something about that. Like, why is it just now that Jordan's saying something? And uh, <clears throat> it made a good point. Is the fact that in order to make it, like you said, 50-something years ago, uh, and especially being the kind of icon that Jordan was, he paved the way for people like LeBron James to be able to say what he can say today. Yeah. Um, you know, um, back then... Just imagine, I mean, come on, think about it, like Malcolm X, when people get killed for speaking out, you're the biggest star in the world, bigger than the president, bigger than anybody. You're Michael Jordan, the only, probably the only person bigger than you at that time was somebody with a name very similar to yours Michael by the Jackson. name of Michael Jackson. Only two people, and y'all are probably the two biggest people damn near in history. Jesus Christ, you can put them up there. Jordan was a phenomenon. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, Jordan kind of went about that the right way. Jordan can't be talking about injustice and get a brand deal and have his name, have his logo. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Not in that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like he went about it the best way. He's still a professional. And now he can say something about now that he's created that, uh, that image, that brand of Jordan. He's he's got so many loyal people, white, black, all around, mm -hmm. that Hispanics, you know, like again, all around. He can he can do that now. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 giving himself the platform where he's able to to say that now, where people will respect it. Because before, you know, when you just rise to the top, and it's just a power thing, people not gonna respect you as much. But once you got that money and you got that notoriety, people listen to what you got to say a lot more. You know what I'm saying? It's just a it's just the way the cookie crumbles, it's the way of the world. He released this statement, it says, We, African Americans, have been beaten down for so many years. It mm -hmm. sucks your soul. Mm -hmm. You can't accept it anymore. Mm -hmm. This is a tipping point. Mm -hmm. We need to make a stand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm proud of Mike for that. 
you know, just like people that listen to Nip once he dies, it's like, it's, it's not too late. The fact that you, that it touched you, the fact that you did it, action is what is important. Yep. That was the first step. Well, not even the first step. Mike, he's actually done a couple things lately. Um, but I'm proud of Mike for saying that and uh, for being still an icon for black people that you spoke out. It was very important for you to say it. And once again, he could be just like all the rest and not truly give a fuck. But I, have a, I don't feel like Mike doesn't give a fuck. I don't feel like that's him. Some I think people, he's finally been home long enough. Right. I, like he's been in Charlotte for like 10, 12, 15 years consistently now. Like he's been home. Right. So now he's really touched by his own people. And he finally started to really get his conscience back. That's what it really is. He's seeing this shit in Charlotte every day. I feel like it really might be that too. And when you say home, I think another way of home is him not being like in the game anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like these are people who genuinely love you, bro. Right. Wherever he lives, he gonna be home because he ain't. He doesn't have to put up with all that anymore. Yeah, you know? yeah, he, he is away like, from that bullshit. Yeah, he can now. be Michael Jordan. Yeah, now, you know he can what be saying? himself. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't gotta worry about being in saying. the public eye. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, he's still in the public eye because he's Michael Jordan. That's why I low key can't wait to see what LeBron does when he retires. Like. His lifestyle, uh, you know, you already get to see access, but like really what business moves and how he really going to try to help put the next generation. Because he with that shit. What if LeBron ran for some kind of, uh, you know, ran for something, whether it be, you know, I'm just saying, whether for something, it could be for Cleveland. Say he go back home and he run for governor, mayor, something like that, you know, just city council. Something he could be on say I could easily I could definitely see uh, LeBron on some kind of city council just being not necessarily um, you know having a, a government title uh, but you know just being on some kind of city council even if that is a government title shit I don't know but uh, oh yeah which, he, he, which if he don't do it he'll have certain people set up yeah. He'll have certain, just like he got Rich Paul and them set up to be his agents. He'll have the right people set up to do it, but I don't think he'll do it. He'll do what again? If he uh, had to stay home and help change political shape and clear, like he'll sponsor the right people. Oh, I don't think he would necessarily stay home. I think LeBron is going to evolve. He is evolving. You know I, mean? I mean, just imagine when he came in, a little kid, no facial hair, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tall as hell, you know, now look at him now. He ain't have as many tattoos now, then, as he does now. I just feel like he's evolved and he's going to continue evolving to the, into a businessman. And, and he could, I feel like, with if he continues on the track that he's going and continues to gain this, this loyalty from all of these people, black people, minorities, whites, and everything that he could... Uh, easily step into uh, some some level of uh, city council or something to where he's uh, some kind of official in the state. Now I got a question for you. Yeah. Out of all these people who have spoken up, pandering or not pandering, who shocked you the most when they spoke up? Because uh, I got one. He had the most to lose and he spoke up. I'ma say uh Roger Goodell probably Ooh, that's a good pick. Roger hey. Goodell might have shocked me. I'm not gonna say it was a shock because again, that's everybody true. has to do it right now. If yeah. you're doing shit like that guy at CPI did 
and knowing that this is I mean it's not, it's not like a customer coming to you for some bullshit and they trying to get some money back and they don't deserve it no we just like you've been fucking us over for a minute and now we want that money that we deserve and I'm just giving a hypothetical yeah. situation because I deal with customers yeah, so yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah so everybody has to do it now it's well within policy now yeah it's, it's well, within yeah, policy, it's within policy, policy <laughs> now for you to you know disclaim to say this you know they always say equal opportunity well it truly is now but anyways um, well we working towards equal opportunity but yeah I'm glad Roger Goodell said that, man. It was about time that he said that, and I'm, I'm glad how he said that, but Donald Trump's response mm. is what got me even more. What Trump said? Trump was like, uh, so uh, Roger Goodell said that he was gonna, um, that it was okay for people to peacefully protest. Uh, NFL players and staff to peacefully protest. He didn't say kneel or sit or anything like that. He did specifically say, peacefully protest yeah and then uh trump tweeted of course and said uh if you think anybody disrespect he said some drew Brees shit yeah. if you think anybody disrespecting this flag is okay blah 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 like basically it's a problem blah 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 mm. um and i don't know if roger goodell has said anything in response yet or or what's happened but uh trump did respond by by basically retaliating negatively saying i don't agree with that what I might do something about it mm. if that's what you really gonna do. Mm. Yeah, and that's the National Football League, and you got the, the you got the commissioner of the National Football League, and you got the president. commissioner of the country. Yeah, pretty much the president. Yeah. going against <coughs> each other. Like, what's what's going on? Two white people. It's because that just shows the intent <coughs> and the, the mind of the of white people in circumstances like this. Now. This shit is funny from the aspect of watching the white people that defend us. White people and all people. It ain't just limited to white people. Because it's Indians, Asians, Mexicans, they don't give a fuck to. But yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know that. Yeah. Um, now, I was saying, it was, it's just funny watching the frontline white people right now. Like, they are die hard for it. They will beat the shit out of a white racist for us. It's the funniest shit. How long do you think that intensity will last? And make that real quick because I got to go back to a point that you said. How long do I think that intensity will last? That's a good question, man, because uh, America has a tendency of letting things uh, die out pretty quickly. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. That's a, that's a really good question. We'll see. I made that quick. What you got? Now, you have said that Roger Goodell was the most surprising thing. Two things on that, right? Yeah, surprising person to speak out on injustice and racism. And again, it wasn't so, that surprising, but just you, to I answer the saying. question, yeah, that's yeah. probably the the one person that I wasn't quite expecting yet, and I'm glad that it happened. And yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, two things on that. In Roger Goodell's speech, he said exactly what I wanted him to say, which was, "There would be no football league without black people." Mm, say so. There will be no. And he see, said it. And, he ooh, said it. Ooh. I just wanted to hear it. I just and, and you know what the crazy thing is? The what? whole speech leading up to it, I'm like, just I, say I, it. I wanted to say, say it. I hope you say it. He and he say it. said it. it, my nigga. I yes. almost went crazy. That's bro. what's good. And you know what? To the commissioner of this country, there would be no country without black people. There'd be no country without Native Americans. Oh, I got another topic I got to get on. We can come to it later. 
But I don't know, we might have talked about this already, but reparations for Native Americans. Mm. What you want to speak on with that? Did they ever get it? I believe, I feel like some of them yeah, got Yeah, they, they got casinos. They get land for casinos. They can have this, the land to gamble on and shit. That's their reparations. Is it specifically to gamble? Like they only give land to gamble? I got to do research. It's, it's some shit within those guidelines of like, yo, we're giving you this land and on this land you're able to do this illegal activity to make money as reparations. Illegal activity? Gambling. Gambling isn't illegal. In certain places, until like Las Vegas and shit, like they had to change it within states and shit. But like the original thing was to allow Indians to gamble on their land as reparations. But it just they built it around certain cities and shit like that. That's why you got Cherokee Mountains where niggas gamble. Uh, New Jersey, I don't know, bro. I do some research. Like Vegas, it's a lot of land for Indians and shit. Like it's it's tied into gambling and shit. I really am that informed on it. But <coughs> we can come back to that shit because we do need to talk about Indian uh, Indian land reparations. I wanted to finish the second part of what I was saying with the Goodell shit in the speech. Mm-hmm. The person I was most shocked that spoke up that had to lose. And it was coincidental that you said Goodell because my person was Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. The, the hottest, yeah. Young youngest. Quarterback. Quarterback, the face yep. of the league, the next yep. up guy, yep. spoke up and said something, yep. and then a day and a half later, the commissioner of the yep. NFL said, "Yep, yep." Coincidence? I think not. If the if the new face of the league, <coughs> excuse me, you just said it perfectly, bro. Yeah. He's the new face of the league. Everybody knows the quarterback gets like the most uh, endorsements, endorsements, praise, responsibility, love. Boom, they get the most love. You know what I'm saying? That that. The heads of the teams, they're the faces. Yeah, they looked at as the person who gonna be in that the locker leader. room the yeah. longest. The leaders of the team, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody else is spinning. Exactly. You're the, yeah, exactly. You're the leader of the team. Everybody else is like your, your workers, low key. That's just kind of how it's perceived. Yeah. But anyways, if the, so we had Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. A few more years. Tom's on his way out. Next and, up. Uh, and we know who Tom supports. Mm-hmm. Let's also say that. Has Tom said anything? Yeah. Hmm. He did? Yeah. Tom oh. even spoke up. Mm. Okay. That's, like I said, it's not surprising because everybody has Everybody is trending. Yeah. It's trending. You got to, if you don't want to be, uh, <laughs> if you don't want your name dragged through the mud, <clears throat> you better say something. Right now, you might lose a white, a yeah. predominantly white sponsor yeah. if you don't, you don't speak say up and say right something. Now. Like, right. it's crazy how right. reverse it is. Exactly. Like, and that's and that's good. I was I was thinking, man, it's just a glimmer of hope right now, and it's a glimmer, yeah. ladies yeah. and gentlemen. To me, don't don't get it twisted. I don't want black people uh, to think that it's about to change right now. You see, you see what was it's been four hundred. It's been going on for a long time, so it's not about to change overnight. Don't think because you might get this or that little stimulus, this and that, and NBA, NFL opening back up. No, nah, and it's back to life again like normal. Nah. Stay woke, man. That's real shit. But uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes speaking out. Patrick Mahomes, excuse me. That was a uh, that was a pivotal moment too. Um, and yeah, Tom on his way out. Patrick is next up. It's funny, yeah, because he had to say something. You say Tom's on his way out. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Patrick on his way up. He next the up. the the. I love how Shannon Shannon Sharp broke it down. Uncle Shannon. 
Uncle Shay. Uncle Shay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how he broke down how black people view Drew Brees. He's one of us. Who, Drew? Drew Brees. We fuck with Drew Brees. Right. Like, he was the whitest quarterback that black people fuck with. Okay. Like, that's just a thing. I don't, it was because when Katrina hit, he just seemed so for black people and helping the community and shit. And he won the Super Bowl that same year. Seemed. Seemed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I'm know. Glad, no, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, on yeah. face value. Yeah. So you got Drew Brees on his way out. Uh, mm-hmm. Next fucking up, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He's on his way out in the next two to five. Mm-hmm. Who's left? A bunch of white, young, unproven quarterbacks and a bunch of young black superstars proven, from the ride, proven yeah. black quarterbacks. Yeah. The league is tilting towards black athletic oh, yeah. quarterbacks. And it they has know been it. for the past few years. Like they last know. year was the year of the black quarterback. Bruh. Yeah. It's the league has gotten so good, Cam Newton is not missed. Right. And you remember, remember when Cam was the face of the league? Bro, you remember back in the Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick era? Like, when you had a few, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Steve, what's up? What's bro name? Uh, damn, I can't even think of Steve McNair. You know, yeah, you, you R.I.P. Yeah, you had a few, R.I.P. Steve McNair. And I feel like now it's getting back to that and even better. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm loving this right now. Yeah, you're right, man. You got all the white ones going out uh, and all the... Uh, all the new young black quarterbacks uh, uprising, man, and doing that thing right now, man. Nah, there's a couple white quarterbacks that are nice, but... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I didn't mean to say that. One thing that. I've noticed is all the nice white quarterbacks got a couple jukes on them. Got to all nowadays. of them got a couple jukes on You got on to them. nowadays. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Vick and all them that paved the way on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, you had spoke on something earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Something called Cointel Pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was intrigued by it, so mm-hmm. I wanted to look into it. Right, right, right. Cointelpro <laughs> was a series of covert and illegal projects conducted by the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation (FBI), mm-hmm. aimed at surveil, aimed at surveilling, infiltrating, discrediting, and disrupting American political organizations. FBI records show that COINTELPRO resources targeted groups and individuals that the FBI deemed subversive, including feminist organizations, the Communist Party USA, anti-Vietnam War organizations, uh, activists and the civil rights movement, or Black Power Movement, Martin Luther King, the Nation of Islam, and the Black Panther Party, environmentalists and animal rights organizations, the Animal Indian Movement, I mean American Indian Movement, uh, independence movements and etc etc the program also targeted the Ku Klux Klan in 64 <clears throat> what do you know about COINTELPRO everything you just said that's pretty much uh, everything I know and everything that everybody who has any bit of speculation and good critical thinking ability should know is that there's people that are going against the grain and that there's that the federal government has uh, motives of their own that they have proven and admitted mm. throughout history. Um, you know, from all those examples that they just said, the counterintelligence program, um, the intelligence of the KKK, I'm, I'm not even gonna speak on that, but let's say like a uh, Black Panther movement is getting somebody to infiltrate. It's somebody, it's some COINTELPRO that's listening to everything. If this shit 
once this shit gets popping like that, you know what I'm saying? We talking about some real shit. It's gonna be Cointel Pro listening or Cointel, however you want to say it, uh, listening to this too. Scanners, scanners, you feel me? So, um, yeah, Cointel Pro, man, and, yeah, just like it's probably Cointel Pro out there uh, that's that's riding with us, uh, making it look like we're the one that's doing all the all the horrible looting and shit. You know what I'm saying? Breaking into shit instead of just peacefully protesting. You know what I mean? Now speaking of um, Cointel Pro, it's probably black people that's Cointel Pro too. I know it is. It's, it's definitely. It, I ain't mean to say probably. It is definitely black people. It's Asian Cointel Pro. It's work for the you, government. Can you name a time or a person or an event that you've seen come in between the situation, pride apart, and fuck up a good thing? Speaking of Cointel Pro, I would say that one more time. A person who came in between a good thing and fucked up a moment in history. <laughs> Delonte West. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I don't know why that came to mind just now. That was a good one. Delonte West, but he might have helped history too. He might have lit the fire under uh, LeBron. They needed to win all them championships to do his thing later. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, That's a good question. You got something for that? Who came and infiltrated something great? Um, your boy in NWA, Jerry Heller, whatever his name is. The white dude. Uh, the manager, Jerry, Jerry Heller or Jerry Helen or some shit. Uh, shit. You, you, you going off of the movie? Yeah. Know, I ain't even. I only saw the movie once and I can't remember, to be honest, man. I, f- I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the details. He came and funded NWA. Easy E was the face of NWA as the funder, so pretty much him and Jerry took pretty much most of the money from the rest of NWA and fucked up the group at the height of the run. That's when Ice Cube left and they had a beef and all that shit. Yeah. And I heard there was some conspiracy about uh, <clears throat> Easy getting uh, AIDS. I wonder if that had something to do with it. <coughs> Interesting. Interesting. We'll leave that at that. Um, I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Cointel Pro and infiltrating, mm-hmm. it is official that we are now in a recession as a country. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, breaking news. I don't even know if it's breaking news. They said it's been official since like February. Well, they've been uh, they've been predicting it for a long time. Well, I ain't gonna say a long time, but yeah, a few years now actually that uh, a recession was gonna hit again. History the U- repeats itself. The U.S. economy entered a recession in February, marking the end of the longest economic expansion in history. Big news among among economists. Meanwhile, the stock market is still climbing, erasing all of their 2020 losses. Even though COVID triggered 100,000 small business closures and bankruptcies ballooning, we're now seeing small business optimism is up on pent-up demand linked to states reopening. This has left many wondering if markets look like pandemic never happened or if they're forgetting 21 million Americans are still out of work. The answer is no. (coughs) The pandemic and its economic impact are still much here. Along with the two trillion in stimulus and Fed doing whatever it takes to help Marcus Cares Act providing expanded benefits to those on unemployment, so they are still spending on some of the jobs that are returning with a reopening. 
We're falling into a motherfucking recession. Shit is finna get ugly. I'm finna get me a four crib, two car garage for $10,000. What the fuck it do? I think that's a pretty good ass idea. Yeah, I'm about to holler at Zach. Remember, I'm about to look up some shit, man. Might just, you know, whew. Yeah, you know, they said it was coming. It's here. Do you remember last recession? Did did you spend time sitting in a gas line? Uh, nah, I forgot when that hit. What was that? Like two thousand four? Oh nine. Oh nine. Oh nine. Oh nine. Gas shortage. The recession kicked off. Jeezy put out the album. So that was only ten years ago. Yeah. Damn. <coughs> Damn, but that's that's in the oh eight all through oh nine. Only Ten, decade, we recovered. Only a decade in between a recession. Yeah. Uh, they said that this. You know what? Uh, somebody was saying that this recession was gonna be worse than the Great Depression. You believe that? I don't know. I'm not enough of a financial analyst or economic person to know that. I'd have to like consult with one of my homies that know. But uh, I don't know. I, all I can say is I'm about to find out by trying to get some knowledge from. Some people I know try to find out ahead of time so I can prepare five P's proper preparation prevents poor performance. <laughs> so shit. Hope not, obviously, but shit. Now let me ask you this. Did you watch the Epstein documentary? Nah. I watched I went to the crib, watched that first episode, right? Uh-huh. It's too much, bro. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. I don't want to hear about no grown ass man touching little girls for four one hour episodes. Nah, nigga. Bro, I'm good on that. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be more about how he came up, how he got money in his pockets, then how he fucked up and led in and touching little girls. I mean, damn, the whole thing is about touching little girls. That shit is just. Yeah. It's too much to watch, bro. I couldn't get into it, bro. I was not feeling that. Um, I did watch the end of Insecure. I kind of forgot what a little bit of it was about, but uh, I know it ended off on a, okay, I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen. I wish it would come back a little bit sooner, but. Now, Insecure update. Um, I've been watching it <clears throat> with my little thing thing. Insecure is I this season. I'm, I'm, I like it. She finally threw the block party this this season. Finally, nigga. It's been four or five seasons. Um, her and Lawrence fucking the shit on and off. That shit crazy. I thought them niggas was going to break up by now and be done. And uh, her and her homegirl splitting this shit. I don't know. I don't know. This shit straight. I fuck with it. Yeah. It's, straight, it's interesting to see, man. I'm, I'm yeah. interested to see what's going to happen. She ended up. Get her old thing. She want that old thing back. Her and Lawrence got back, and it's uh, it's just interesting to see how people's relationships, uh, even though you know it's it's fictional, obviously it's based off of reality, uh, off of somebody's reality, and that's why we can relate to it. But it's interesting to see how people's relationships change uh, as their life, you know, just progresses. You, you know. know? You know why I think Insecure is so far to either cross over to man and female? Hmm. Because it's the closest thing to us in our adult time. Like, that is the As closest show. relatable show to yeah. our life. 
oh, on yeah. TV. Yeah. Like, um, male and female. Like, the shit that happens is as close as to how we live every day. Yeah. Um, I would say that some people probably relate to blackish, but when we say our reality, it's talking about, cheesy. like, yeah, that's what I was just about to say, like, cursing and keeping it real, the sex and yeah. the smoking, the drugging, mm-hmm. and uh, drugging and drinking, all that kind of shit. So, yeah, it, I would probably agree with you there. Um, and then, like you said, that's why we all relate to it. Exactly. We got a lot of relatable points in that show. So it's one last episode left, nigga. I need you to watch it on time Sunday. It's another episode? One last episode left on the season. You better catch up. Are Girl, you sure? I promise you. There's an episode coming up this Sunday. Like, last season finale episode. It's double digit uh, days in June. It's just probably, what's today? The 9th as a Tuesday. What's that? I'll check and see. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days, 14th? 14th. So the 14th, there's a show coming up. 14th. Ah, interesting. Season finale. Catch up. Get it all together. Have it ready for your boy Tuesday. I got one for you. What's up? Molly did an interview. I thought it was dope. Uh, um, on a podcast or radio show. But you always said uh, Molly was cute. You always said Issa was cute. I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Which one gets Issa. the trophy? Issa. Issa gets, the, gets your trophy? Yeah. Word. I definitely. Word. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why? I was curious because I know you mentioned it. Oh. And I just want to see which one you would prefer. Uh, like, which one you thought you would uh, you would like better. You know what I'm saying? Which one you prefer, pretty much. I could, and not necessarily based on looks. No, you know I'm saying? Saying I could kick it with Issa. You don't feel like you could kick it with Molly? I, I could kick it longer with Issa. Like, we could play music and shit and chill and smoke. Like, I don't know... Molly gonna bust out some damn the Beatles or some shit. You know what's interesting about Molly? What? She dated an agent. In real life? No, on the show. On the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just put two and two together on that. But, uh, yeah, there's there is a huge difference between Molly and Issa. Yeah. Yeah, on the show. And it's. <laughs> now, in the last episode, they agreed to break shit off and, 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 and say, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. Let's just peacefully end this shit. They're still gonna be back in the show. Like it ain't. That's not writing off uh, Molly. And are they gonna get back together? Who knows? We are gonna see. Have you ever had to do that with one of your homies? Like, nigga, I can't fuck with you no more. Hell yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. You um, watch your name. Keep my name out your mouth. I keep your name out your mouth. What we did, we ain't got a motherfucking broadcast because we don't <laughs> fuck with each other no more. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, a little bit. I, I did something similar to that. There you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, man, every now and then, you know, you gotta, you know, you just, like I said, it's interesting to see that show because it shows relationships as people grow. Yeah. And sometimes people grow apart, man. And that's yeah. that's not, like, anybody's fault. You know what I'm saying? It's just a part of life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that happens. People get, get kids. They get promotions. They mm-hmm. travel. Uh, they might go to a different state and, and relocate. Uh, you know, all kind of things happen. We get older, so that means mortality. We see that more often now. I mean, well, yeah, mortality. You know, people dying and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, life is life is different. Um, damn, what was the question? I always do this, y'all. Y'all gonna be like, damn. 
And you were talking about how we get older and grow apart and shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, So, it's not a... Yeah, you know, that that happens. As far as the, oh, keep my name out your mouth, like, uh, and, keep, and I keep mine out yours, I don't fuck with you. I feel like, for the most part, I end any kind of... Any kind of uh, toxic, so to speak, relationship that I've had with people, I've ended it uh, cordially. You know what I'm saying? Maybe when I was younger, I might have done some stupid shit like that. But even later in the day, or later at some other point, I probably cross into across that person's path, <clears throat> and it won't be on that same term. But yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta cut people off for for your sake, man. It's your life. And you gotta look out for self, uh, you know, first and foremost, it's self-preservation. It's not being greedy and stingy, but to make your life better, uh, to make other lives better, you gotta make yours. So if that includes <coughs> removing the toxic out of your life, you gotta do that. Peace. <coughs> you ever done it? <coughs> what? <coughs> had to cut somebody off out your life. Well, really do what you asked me on some whole... Uh, Definitely. Um, what was that song Kendrick Lamar put off? Cut you off. Had to cut you off to grow closer or some shit like that. Yeah, it was called cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause every time you come around, you be hollering at whoop de whoop, blase blah. He say she say. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up, nigga. What? Niggas don't know about that, nigga. <laughs> That's that fire, kind. Straight up. Yeah. And every time you come around, man, that's the, every when you said that, that's the song that popped into my head. That's one of my all-time favorite songs. It was talking about cutting off family, friends, whatever, man. If they're not good for your psyche, for for you, you know, if they if it's a true toxic relationship, you know, they're doing no benefit. They're only providing bad into your life, man. Cut them off. Definitely. Cut them off. You gonna do them and you a service. Uh, you are benefit by cutting each other off, man. <laughs> misery loves company, but fuck that. I ain't chilling with her. Now, last misery. Last question I want to ask you before we get up out of here. That's Unless why you had some move to Missouri. Why would you move to Missouri? Because niggas call it, people people refer to it as misery. Mm. I'm just playing. I don't know. <laughs> Damn! Look at the sky, bro. I'm not tripping. Nah. Is it dark out there? Like, like it's just, rain? The sunset. Mm. Could alright. It's about nine o'clock, man. It's nine o'clock. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, um, real quick before we get up out of here, unless you had something to speak on. Um does the NFL owe cap an official apology and a, a, a severance package and yes. retirement and all that shit <coughs> and a ceremony, <coughs> a Colin Kaepernick Day and shit in the league. Where everybody wear number seven for a game. Now that'll be fire. If they do a Kaepernick day in the NFL and everybody wear a seven. I think all of that is amazing and it should be done. Not only that, um, people, they should probably create an award for, you know, outstanding something, you know, Citizenship, because that's true citizenship, or you know, mm-hmm. something it should create some kind yeah, of award yeah, 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 yeah. for him that people should get the brain reward. They should offer him his job back if he wanted back and if he is up to par and can compete with some of these other cats. But if not, they should definitely get them what get give that man what they own. Yeah, they should give that man plenty of bread and everything else you said. Hell yeah, that's a great idea. Shout out to Cap, huh? Feb.
Shout out to Cap. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Um, it's been another fast episode. We we dug something out of nothing on this one. I got something crazy for you real quick. What's up? Please go in. Do you think the national anthem should change? Or do you think we should just change America to where the national anthem should, is really stands true to all people? Because right now that does not stand, the national anthem does not stand true to black people in America and to a lot of minorities. And that's why we don't stand for it. And why people like Drew Brees and other people couldn't understand that. But do you think it should change or do you think we should change as a country so that it applies to us all? Uh, change it. Shit. <clears throat> if enough people are mad enough they want to change it, why not change it? If you got enough black people want to change it, Latino people want to change it, Indian people want to change it, uh, white people want to change it. If everybody wants to change it, Fuck it, change it. You know, another thing, this is probably going to piss a lot of people off. What about changing the flag? Because the flag, <clears throat> think about this. Everything America has, like old you said. America, yeah, new old America, America. Yeah, old America and new change America. Changing new America. Yeah, new America. You feel me? The flag that America has is a symbol, is a symbol of the hatred. It's a symbol of slavery. It's a symbol of the... Injustice. It's a symbol of all of that. Um, and then we could, if, if America could agree, <laughs> and imagine that America agreeing. That's a that's a funny thought. America agreeing on changing the uh, flag. That'll be crazy. That'll be crazy. But I feel like it should be done. That'll be a monument. Like that'll cement our time in history. Yeah. And now they just won't do no shit like that. Right. Yeah. And see, how can you establish it? But like, what's everything goes and changes, and for it for it to even be a flag that says this is the land mm-hmm. that <laughs> that we stole from people, and these are the fifty fucking states that's first started out with thirteen colonies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That fifty states of injustice and shit. Who knows what it would turn into, but I just thought that that'd be interesting, man. We talk about changing America, then uh, that might be one of the things. I'm with that, though. Like, that'll be dope. Like, like, again, like I say, bro, it would cement our time in history forever. Like, niggas, 70s are cemented because of Woodstock. Uh, 80s are cemented because that was the American boom. Fucking 2000s are cemented because of the Twin Towers. Nigga, 2020 will be cemented because we changed the fucking flag. And that's bigger than all that shit, nigga. That'll be so dope, man. I think, uh, I feel like I really hope that uh, that conversation just comes up in uh, in popular conversation, man. Uh, but moving on from that, man, I got another question. Since we kind of on the topic, I got something for you, partner. Your boy, man, this is kind of disappointing, man. We talking about a lot of people being exposed right now. Yeah. Got to talk about Marky Mark, man. Ooh. You heard about that? You heard about that? Uh, well, really, and hold up, really, I think it's some old shit. Yeah, I think they just bringing up his old shit. From like 84, 86. Yeah, but let's not, like, you can't, <laughs> you cannot, yeah. you cannot. 
cannot take back that shit, bro. The worst part of all that shit was how he was trying to get that shit exonerated off his head. Right. He started a petition. Right. And had to get his ass uh, called out about starting a petition to get him to pull the petition about him having this felony. Right. Like, this shit is crazy. Like, the shit... Them motherfuckers will go through to cover yeah. some shit up. It's yeah. crazy. So that's what I'm saying, man. Cointel Pro. It's a lot of it's a lot of wolves and sheep's clothing out here, man. Yeah. People that whose heart truly ain't in there. That's what I say to these white people, man. Fuck all this fake. Uh, fuck all these fake apologies and all this shit. Well, I guess. Hold on. Before you even go in, keep your thought. You got your thought. We need to explain what happened because there's somebody that's listening to Oh, yeah, somebody that yeah, doesn't know. Mark Wahlberg was charged with harassing black people back in like 1984, 1986. I think it was probably worse than harassment as the actual charge. For what yeah, I don't know what it is, but I know the story I read was he was chasing them, throwing rocks at them, uh, calling them niggas, all this shit, or some shit like that. He got arrested. Some other shit happened where he helped beat up a, a white dude with a black dude. That called the black dude a nigga. That was a story I read. He called a felony for that because. Oh, hold on, what? A story I read about Mark Rawberg was he beat up a white dude with a black dude because his neighbor, the white dude they beat up, called the black dude a nigga. That was a story I also read about his charge. Bro, that story is the way you're saying it is is not making sense to me, bro. Yeah, because I read that. They read. They gave both of them stories. No, but the second story. Oh, okay. So, okay. So that's that's making sense. Okay. So it was he was defending the black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm also throwing that out there. Okay. Too. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The fact of people being able to change, um, I can accept that, and because action has something to do with it. Yeah. Action has a lot to do with it. I really like Mark Wahlberg. Like, yeah. That's one of my favorite people, actors, and all that kind of shit, bro. I really like him. So for uh, to know that he did that back then is like I don't want to give anybody a free pass. Like you still did what you did; yeah. it can't be forgotten. Uh, but I will consider your actions moving forward. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but I'll never forget what you did. You know what I'm saying? There's some white people who have not done anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Run to harass some black people, call them nigger. Now I can understand. <laughs> now I can understand. But like you know, it's a white a white person thinking it in their head and saying it. Yeah. Now is is or doing it. You know, is it's two totally different things. Here we go. I'm gonna right give here. it to you like that. So for the fact that he did it, yeah. I mean, we can't forget it, my man. Here we go. Right here. Won't be forgotten. In 1986, Wahlberg and three friends chased after three black children while yelling, kill the nigger, kill the nigger, and throwing rocks at them. The next day, Wahlberg and others followed a group of mostly black fourth graders, including one of the victims from the previous day, taking a field trip on the beach, yelled racial empathies at them, threw rocks at them, and summoned other white males to join in the harassment. In, 19, in August 1986, civil action was fled against, filed against Wahlberg for violating the civil rights of his victims, and the case was settled the next month. In 1988, Wahlberg assaulted... I, I wonder, so, I wonder how it was settled. I don't know. This is the Wikipedia, so... <coughs> probably was just fucking some money throwing. His people probably got money or some shit. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. All that shit need to come to light, though, fam. Like, all of it. Everybody that can still... 
pay for anything that they've done wrong needs to pay for what they've done wrong, man. Mm-hmm. And how old was he? Nineteen eighty six. How old was he? If you would like, bro, to be honest, you can't take. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but he had to be what at least thirteen years old, twelve. Like, how old were you, bro? Even still, man, you, that's some horrible shit to do. You can't, mm-mm, man. That nah, bro. That ain't cool at all. I don't give a fuck if you do. Mm, kill the nigger, kill the nigger, and then you do it another day, and then invite white people to do it with you. Fifteen years old. Fifteen years old, man. You obviously knew what the fuck he was doing. Now, granted, I'm gonna get. He could have grown out of it. Now I want to know when the other time it was when he. That's what I'm saying. It's just so hard for black people to get past. This ain't you saying to some white trailer trash, oh, yeah. fuck you, you old fucking piece of trailer trash. Fuck you and your mom, I hope you die type shit. That yeah. ain't that. You running at people that have been oppressed and fucked over for hundreds of years and, and tortured, terrorized. Yeah. And you gonna run at some people and say, kill the nigga, kill the nigga at 15 years yeah. old, throw the rocks and then get some other white people to do that. You know good and motherfucking well what you doing, bro. That's, that, there's no, I can't let that shit slide, bro. You, I, I, I don't support you, my nigga. I can't. No, bro. That's not cool. <laughs> That's not cool. In no way is that cool. When did you say kill the chinks, kill the chinks? And no disrespect to Asians. Or when did you say kill the wetbacks, kill the wetbacks? That's what I'm saying. People are fucked up in the mind in America, especially yeah. when it comes to black people, when they shouldn't be. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like, well, all we do, all we've done is try to help, this, not help this country, but, you know, <clears throat> done things to promote this country, to progress this country. Yeah. And we just keep getting fucked over yet time and time again. For you to say that, nah, that's, <clears throat> that's people like you, like that, would grow up to be a cop who end up killing somebody. Yeah. You probably met the right person. Fate, fate happened to something where you, you know, you got in touch with some black people, all this kind of stuff. Where you know, you you met Fifty Cent. Who who the fuck knows? Where you got into this acting career and you met some black people and you you knew, all right, I gotta get along with black people now in order for me to ever have a career in this shit. Because if they catch me saying kill the nigger, kill the nigger, I'm not gonna have no kind of career and I already got a felony. I ain't gonna be shit. So you, you got, like, you know what I'm saying? You kind of try to clean it up and do the right thing. But yeah. I'm sorry, man. That can't take away that evil act that you did, bro. That's evil, bro. Yeah. That's some evil shit, man. Now, in August 1992, Wahlberg fractured the jaw of a neighbor in an unprovoked attack. Court documents state that in 92, Wahlberg, without provoke or cause, uh, viciously and repeatedly kicked the man in his face while another man, a black man, Held the victim on the ground. <laughs> because he called him nigga? Are you finished? Yeah. That was it? Because he called him nigga. That was it. Because he called his friend a nigga. That's the story. Alright. So, and when was this? 92. 92. Mark Warburg already had a career. He was starting his career at that time. Yeah. He had to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Once again. <laughs> you had to do that shit, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, to be completely honest, the way my mind works and thinks is... You start this career, this is your way. This could have been a the baby and cam situation. Yeah. Could have been faked. It could have all been <laughs> rehearsed. You yeah. did this to exonerate yourself. Oh no, I do love black people. He called my best friend a nigga. I got I got black friends. 
You know what I'm saying? Let me stick up for my black friend. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what you mean? Uh, you know, what I'm saying let's let's go ahead and public, let's do it in a public place so that somebody can get record of it. Oh, just so happens it wasn't. Uh, people don't have cameras around that time in '90 fucking two. Yeah. We didn't fucking see that shit. But even if you did, and once again, fracturing his jaw and doing all that kind of shit, Mark Wahlberg was already known to be a fighter. So that's not anything. Like his felonies and all the shit he got locked up for in juvie, all that shit's got to do with fighting. Because I used to follow him. I like Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I kicking the dude and all that kind of shit, I could care less. Once I still didn't see any video proof. And even the video proof still could have been faulty. It could have been some fake shit. Now, this is the wild shit. In 06, Wahlberg said that the right thing for him to do was to meet with Trina and make make amends. Meet with who? Trina. This is the dude who jockey fractured and uh-huh. jumped and shit. Uh-huh. Though he had not uh-huh. done so, in 2016, while requesting a pardon for his conviction for the assault on Trent, uh, Wahlberg said he had met, met with Trent and apologized for these horrific acts. Trent released a public statement for giving Wahlberg. In 2014, Wahlberg applied for a pardon for his convictions. His pardon application endangered controversy. According to the BBC, the debate about his suitability for the pardon raised difficult issues with the arguments on both sides being far-reached. What being far-reached? Oh, the arguments were far-reached? Yeah. He was trying to argue that his pardon should be exonerated or thrown out, you know what I'm saying, and shit. And the public was like, nah, nigga, you know what I'm saying? What pardon? The, the, breaking the white dude's jaw? Yeah, he was trying to get pardoned for his oh. shit. Oh. Because, dude, this shit, this is another story. And he mind. already got a conviction, like a felony conviction for harassing, but it was settled before. Yeah, here you go. I'm fucking up. According to the BBC, the debate on his suitability for a pardon raised difficult issues with the arguments on both sides being far-reaching and complex. One of the black children attacked by Wahlberg opposed the pardon, saying a racist will always be a racist. Yep. Judith Bills, who had been the prosecutor in some of the cases, argued that Wahlberg has never acknowledged the racial nature of his crimes and that a pardon would undermine Wahlberg's charity work, saying a formal public pardon would highlight all too clearly that if you are white and a movie star, a different standard applies. Is that really what Wahlberg wants? In September 2016, Wahlberg said that he regretted his attempt to obtain a pardon and his petition was closed after he failed to answer a request from the pardon board as to whether he wanted it to remain open. Good. <laughs> I mean, I guess he gave up. Yeah. Because it's like, why, why are you trying to get it pardoned now, bro? Exactly. You did what you did. Like you said, once you're a racist, you're always a racist, bro. Black people don't have in their hearts to like just naturally be ra- I'm gonna say this most I don't feel like anybody naturally does I feel like racism and this white supremacy thing is a learned or this white supremacy mentality is a learned mentality but after a certain time it's like you gotta give that shit up and like do black people we don't have that kind of mentality to say we're even if we might think that we we are better in certain areas or any other person we don't act like we don't diminish or want to take away the lives of other people or want to say that we are truly better than this entire race mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying calling ourselves superior or inferior we like yeah you know what i'm saying we fuck with everybody you know we fuck with asians we like them and all that kind of stuff as long as y'all do us right there's you know what i'm saying i feel like most people are like that but the world is just so afraid of black people one because they know the power that black people have 
And because of that power, it can take away the power that they have. Because mm. if all black people got to, oh, I got something else to speak on too. If all black people got together collectively, including the black people in Africa and the black people in America who had the second largest buying power in America and linked up, gang gang clicked up, we would fuck shit over. And if you gave us reparations, if we took money directly out of all those other races who, you know, all especially white people, whatever, tax money, whatever. Well, maybe not tax money because we put in tax money, but if we were just giving like a stimulus and, you know, from whatever mm-hmm. and giving all this money and black people linked up, man, we would be the most powerful. And that's what white people and all these other races are truly afraid of, man. Yeah, you know, good damn well they ain't giving us that shit. They scared of that shit, yeah. man. I got this. All right, so one more thing, man. Was, uh-huh. you, was you about to speak on something? Nah, go ahead. All right. Speaking of black people getting collectively together, somebody that I look up or... You know, somebody that uh, has done plenty of things that I've admired was Akon for all the things that he's done, he's oh, yeah. done in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see how this man just made the Locked Up remix with 6 9 cuz? Yes. What? <laughs> what? And then uh, Trey, what's not Trey Songz, uh, Tory Lanez was mad because... <clears throat> I think he had already done something. Oh. And he was like, how this man gonna do it with uh with six nine. nine before me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh I just thought that was crazy, like Akon with six nine, really? And I guess you know it's money. money yeah, I'm gonna say he's trying to go viral. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to go viral. I mean, Akon a legend, so I mean shit, what can you say? He know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. He's He's the first, I'll give him this, he's the first. Remember you asked that too. Who's gonna be the first one to co-sign with that man? He's the first celebrity of many that's finna get in the line of hanging with Takashi. Right. That's crazy. Here we go. Remember that. I was about to say, he's the first. Mm -hmm. Mark this moment. Mm. Y'all finna let him come right back through the back door and be right back at the cookout kicking it. Right in your face. That's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. And uh, <laughs> I got one more thing, cuz. Keep going. I got one more thing I wanted to holler at you about. Is it deep? Well, maybe two more things. Um, I got a pitch. This one ain't deep. Let's come back then. Alright. Alright. Already, Nizzo, we bite, we bite, we bite, part two. Part two. This has been a hell of a back end episode. This might be one of our strongest finishes ever. Yeah, right. Um, take over. Man. So the other news, I'm surprised we didn't bring this up. I think we spoke on his name, or maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't, maybe we did. Mm-hmm. Connor. McGregor? Yeah. Retired? Yeah. Yeah. What you think? How you feel, B? Connor McGregor retired. It's some bullshit. They said it's like his third or fourth time return. Is it? Yeah. Like, oh, he yeah, he did retire that one time. He came back to fight Floyd. He do it for money. He do it for more money. It draw yeah. a bigger ticket. Um, if this really his time return, <laughs> bra fucking bow. Has he lost anything? Has he lost? Yeah, he lost. He, he lost. Got his ass. Beat. He got his ass beat a few times. No, he one big one. When he was riding on his high, you know what I'm saying? It was Conor McGregor mania. Mm-hmm. He had one big ass beat, and that's all I remember. Word. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, Conor McGregor. 
You put on the fucking show, bro. Yeah, you did. Man. Like you've entertained for five to seven years in a sport where you can get your brains knocked out knocked the next day. The fuck out! Look at old girl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, mm. girls boxing over here, man. Uh, mm. Yeah, man. That's pretty much. Uh, I think all I got, man. Um, I want to shout out uh, the Black Lives Matter movement because Black lives do matter. All lives matter, but uh, we want to talk about how. Black Lives Matter, because those are the ones that are being lost uh, unjustly to this, uh, from this nation, to the criminal justice. How do you feel about the program Black Lives Matter as a whole? Well, for the fact uh, that you said that about the CPI uh, situation and the CEO of CPI, I think Black Lives Matter is a good uh, movement to have. And since we talked also about Pro. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be Cointel Pro that uh, tries to infiltrate Black Lives Matter. That's why I was um, going. That's going to, you know, try. Has to it already it. happened? Is the question. I'm sure it has. I'm sure it has. If we can conceive it, um, then might as well believe it. <laughs> that's mm. some bullshit. But uh, <laughs> um, who knows? Uh, I don't put it past it. So, um, but I will say I do like the fact that I, I do like the movement. Um, I do like it. Uh, I hope it continues to grow stronger. I hope it continues to be effective, and I hope it continues to expose people. I hope Black Matter, Black Lives Matter movement um, continues to do its thing, man. I got a question for you. I got an answer for you. Where do you see this shit going? Mm, that's Five to ten years from now. Ten years from now, you wake up. Where is America as a whole? Where is this country? Who fucking knows? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, because who who would have imagined that we would be right here five years ago? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. And this is really like a a very volatile country because it's like a it's like oh this is something I was about to bring up, bro. You are amazing. I think we might have said this before, though, so it's nothing special. Um, that they try to make, like, America was supposedly the melting pot, right? Mm-hmm. But when you put these different cultures in this crucial environment that you put people in, of course it's going to, people are going to react to that, you know, to the environment. It's going to be crazy. So, yeah, America changes a lot. You know what I'm saying? It does. Uh, America really Life changes. changes a yeah, lot. like huge things happen in America. You know, on a daily basis. I mean, look at what just happened. I mean, the fact that we have such huge celebrity bases and, and and just everything. The fact that just everything. So who knows where we're gonna be in five years? I hope a, a good place. I hope that uh, kind of where you were going from this was that the Black Lives Matter movement will have taken some effect and have uh, done some good for the black people in America five to ten years from now. So. I'm hoping that that definitely happens, yo. I'm hoping we, we get that for real. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Like, I feel like all this protesting at the end of the day is to get cops to stop uh, brutally beating on black people. Mm, here we go. You about to go into it, sir. Do you really think it's going to be a day where every white officer is intimidated during the pullover? Like, he's like, oh, shit, I don't want to get in trouble. I just want to do my job and go home. I can't harass this black man. I don't care if I hate people, black people to my core. 
I'm not stupid enough to harass this black person. Do you really think this is where we headed? Mm, I feel like obviously that's where mm, that's where we wanted we wanted to go to say yeah where we wanted to, I say we wanted to go even deeper than that but yeah definitely that um, and I say is it headed there um, one tiny step one giant leap we've only taken some little baby steps. So like we just that, turned the body. That's it. Huh? We just turned the body. And we, yeah, we, we, we ain't even moved the, the foot yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is tiptoeing in their Jordans. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Shout out Riff Raff. Right. What the fuck is he saying right now during this time? Did you ever watch that movie Spring Breakers? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I remember Riff Raff in that. But yeah, man, I don't know, man. We'll see, man. I just hope it, uh, not, not only do I hope, man, I'm going to do my little part, like speaking on this, um, any little post, I know little posts is not necessarily doing much, but to educate people. So uh, not only am I going to hope, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my action part to uh, participate in, uh, in the cause, you know, the true cause. Let me ask you this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to the podcast. Not listening to the podcast. People was hitting me, telling me, uh, responding to me about what I said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. About how I was tired of uh, this shit being in my face. I usually filter my uh, social media to ignorance and shit. I wanted to ask you, how did you feel about that? Oh, say that one more time. Like you were doing what again? People were giving me feedback about what I said on the podcast. Right, right, right. On last episode, I said that uh, I enjoy filtering my social media feed down to ignorance and shit. Like, I like to see just funny shit. I don't like uh, to see the negative and all the bullshit. So, yeah. I'm getting tired of seeing it. I wanted to ask you personally, how do you feel about it on your shit every day? Man. I just that energy every day in your face. Yeah, I can't take it all the time, man. I, I do find myself getting on it less because when I go on there, I'm constantly seeing that. Constantly, it's even in podcasts, right? It's and bleeding I'm, everywhere, right? I mean, but, but I mean, it's good though. Like, not it's not good that we're seeing it, but in a way, it is good that I'm seeing it. Catch it's the exposed. words that I'm saying. Yeah, it's good that we exposed that we're exposed to. You can't run from it right now. Right, exactly. So it's good that we're we're hearing it right now because we uh you know we need to bring exposure to it. Yeah, I guess that was the word. We need to yeah bring exposure to it. So uh, I just but I don't like seeing it because I already know it's already happening. So yeah. it's been happening for a long time. I don't need to mm-hmm. see it to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need to see it. Yeah, they need to see it. So, so yeah. uh, it's okay that it's on there. But I find my other outlets. Speaking of other outlets, what are you doing to kind of get away from it? Obviously, you know, you kind of... I've been playing a game. What game? Madden. Madden. You still trash? I'm so fucking trash. You still trash, bro? You losing your money still? Man. Come on, Shane Shane. Ridiculous, dog. Come on, Shane Shane. I didn't get my shit together. But... 
Anything you want to say? Any fucking um, rank Madden players out there? Please reach out to me and give me some tips. I need help. I, I I can't attack the field on offense how I used to. So please hit me and give me some tips. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Uh, nah, man. Uh, shout out to everybody doing anything, man. God bless. Send my blessings out to the world, man. And to my black folk. And I'm gonna holler at your bitch ass. EV. Hold it up. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for episode 66 A Glimmer of Hope. I wanna thank every last one of y'all that made it a quarter of the way. Even if you made it a half of the way. Even if you made it a whole of the way. Hey! I appreciate you. Tune in next week where you already know the episodes get more litter, litter, litter. More uh, titter, titter, titter. You already know. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby. Like my shit, <laughs> comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit. Bet. <laughs> and follow my shit, Medicine Boko. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say, I'm out. RIP all the George Floyds and everybody out there. Chit.